0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a great episode today. A great episode. Why? Because we're going back to the roots a little bit. I know that recently we've, we've not gone off topic. Everything's related to dating, sex, and relationships, but really go back to some of the core stuff that I haven't talked about in a long time. And I have a great, great guest here to help me talk about it. We're talking about meeting women in the daytime. How do you master that? How do you master that? How do you get good at meeting women in some of those casual settings? I actually say this in the interview that it's not just about meeting women in the daytime, but even those casual approaches because it's all kind of the same, right? Casual approaching, meaning a grocery store, a sidewalk, a mall, wherever you see women out and about, that's not your typical, you know, bar or party or club. How do you do that? So again, we're going to dive really well into this today with exactly what to do not just how to get good at it but what do you do what are some techniques how do you start conversation how do you continue the conversation how do you make this work how do you close so we're going to give you a nice little breakdown of, of how that all works with my guest Aaron Alexander who's a pickup artist haven't had a PUA on the podcast in a while uh, but it's always refreshing to have someone who's really into pickup uh, and it's funny you know I mean you can use the term pickup if you wanted to I think he does refer himself as a as a pickup artist, I believe. Or at least he he talks about pickup in general. He uses those terms. But really it's all the same, you know, whatever you want to call it. We're just talking about here, how do you go out and meet women? What do you do? How do you make this part of your life? And his techniques and his way of doing things are very similar to mine. This more natural method. So that's why I have him on here today. Now for those of you who have been listening frequently, you are aware that I'm available for one-on-one coaching. That's right. One-on-one coaching with me over the phone. So As long as you're 18 or older and you have the ability to speak to me on the phone or over the internet like Skype, well then, we have a good shot of helping you and getting you coached. So If you're learning how to meet women, or I should say if you're going out and trying to learn how to meet women out and about during the day or in casual approaches, you're having a tough time, this is something you want to master, that is absolutely something I help out with. So if you want to apply for coaching, it's very simple. Go to tripadvice.com slash coaching. Again, that's tripadvice.com slash coaching. And fill out an application. Fill it out as much as possible so I can get to know you. And then you and I, if you are approved, we'll get on a call to see if you're a good fit. So I'd love to work with you, love to help you. I've been working with a lot of guys who are seeing amazing results. They are getting girlfriends. They are going on dates. They are sleeping with women. So whatever your goals are, we can help you with that. So go to tripadvice.com slash coaching, fill out an application, and I'll reach out to you as soon as possible. For now, here is my interview with Aaron Alexander. Let's take it away. What's up, Aaron? Good to have you on the podcast, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. We've known each other for a few years now. You were based In Chicago for a while. I remember seeing infield footage of you going up and talking to girls in Chicago a few years ago when you were just getting started, right?
1: Yes. Yep. That's correct. I wasn't actually based out there, but the thing was, is I was going out there so much that a lot of my footage actually would come from there.
0: You know, what's interesting is I give that advice to guys a lot when I'm coaching with them and, and telling them what to do. I always say, you know, there's a, Not every guy has access to a big city, right? A lot of guys live in these small towns and they say, well, what do I do? It's like, well, you can't magically just have girls appear in your city. So unfortunately, you have to do the hard thing. You got to get in your car and you got to go to a big city, the nearest one, and maybe drive for 30 minutes, maybe drive for an hour, maybe drive for an hour and a half to get to that city so you can get some approaches under your belt.
1: I couldn't agree more and the the problem is that so many guys they view it as such an unobtainable they view it as a vacation right they're like oh i don't really have time to go off and do that and it's going to be pricey but the truth is you can get a couple buddies together find some guys that are involved in this world one way or another whether they watch you know trip advice videos or they're involved in in pickup in some way find a couple of guys, throw down on a you know a two-bedroom Airbnb, get in a car, and it's going to cost you basically nothing. And you're going to be able to go to a larger city and find the volume that you need. Because that's, as you and I, I'm sure, could agree on, repetition is incredibly important. And I do believe that guys can have success even in the smallest of towns. I mean... I, at one point, for about six months, was living in a town that had roughly a population of about 10,000 people. And I mean, I slept with some chicks that I met there. I mean, it's possible, but for you to really excel, you need to throw yourself into these situations where you can have that volume of approaches.
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was living in Los Angeles, there was a summer where I lived in the suburbs. So it wasn't. It wasn't downtown. And there were a few bars you can go to and a few places like malls where you can talk to girls, but it didn't have the volume. And so I was so dedicated to this that I said, Well, I got to do what I got to do. And most nights of the week, I was driving 45 minutes out to Hollywood to go Mm -hmm. and have an opportunity to, like you said, get those repetitions in. Right. So, and you were saying a second ago, you know, get a couple of buddies together, make it like a little vacation. But really, it's like, no. Like you got to make it a habit. And I'm working with some clients right now who I'm talking to and they're doing it. They're driving a half an hour to the nearest city that is just a little bit more populated or a lot more populated than the current one they're in to get it done. And here's the thing. I always tell guys, you know, you can go out and do this sober. I, I, I encourage guys to do it sober. So you should be able to, if you can do this sober, just drive home and it shouldn't be an issue. Like. Drinking and drinking issue here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that being said, I mean, you know, it's guys get too much in their head about that. Even when it comes to the sobriety thing, I have now not drank in three and a half years. It's going on three and a half years, and I mean, I used to rage, dude. Like I used to just get blacked out all the time, and even in my first couple years of pickup, I really needed alcohol to talk to women for the first few months. I would say but i was still drinking you know but then i was even while i was still drinking alcohol i was disciplining myself to go out and do it sober and that is that is incredibly important because what do they call alcohol they call it liquid courage right and if you can only ever do something while you're you know under the influence of that liquid courage then you're not going to be able to do what one of the biggest platforms that i stand on in this whole thing which is integrating Pick up into your life. So I think that over time, at the very beginning and for a while, you need to have what we're talking about here. You need to have volume. You need to go to a big city where you can talk to a lot of girls. You need to have days where you dedicate yourself. All right, I'm going to go out from noon to 6 p.m. I'm going to maybe take a little break around three, but I'm going to talk to a lot of chicks. And then over time, I think the guys that end up really not only having the most success when it comes to women, but just success in life, I think they really reach a place where they're able to integrate, pick up, integrate game into their day-to-day life where, okay, I didn't go out for my six-hour day game session today. However, I got to stop at the grocery store. I got to walk over here. I'm meeting up with this friend. I have this walk to work where there's all these chicks all around me all the time because I, you know, whatever it is, it's a busy street. And I'm now proficient enough to be able to spark up conversations with those women and run a very genuine and authentic interaction with them. And I didn't have to dedicate the day to it. And you do that enough times. And now you're, you're seeing results even though you're not even technically really going out to quote unquote game. Does that make
0: sense? Oh yeah, it makes, makes perfect sense because that's the thing is if you are just using alcohol as the crutch, what you're saying is, it's not going to be a sustainable way of meeting women. You know, I always make this joke as like, well, what are you going to do? You see a girl on the sidewalk and you want to go talk to her? You're going to run to your car and take a shot at Jack Daniels and then go talk to her? It's like, come on, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Or what, are you just going to be drunk every day just in hopes that you eventually see a girl and you'll have the courage enough to talk to her? Like, come on, you know, that, that's not going to happen. And so I think this is a good segue it's- here is, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. You see women during the day. There's a lot of quality women going out during the day. You see them everywhere. You see them on the street. You see them in bookstores, grocery stores, coffee shops, wherever you're running your errands. Maybe you see them at the gym. There's all these women that you can be talking to. And these are going to be times when you're going to want to talk to them, but you're not going to be drinking. So, how do you get good to the point where you're not just meeting girls at night, but you're meeting a whole different type of girl? During the day, and that's you know why we have you here. I know that you are really proficient in you know what's called day game or meeting girls during the day. I also like to say meeting girls in casual situations. You know, in the fact that it doesn't really matter where the sun is, if it's dark or if it's light, it's just more of a casual situation. You know, for example, you could be at the grocery store and it's dark outside. Is that day game? Well, it doesn't matter. We're just talking about necessarily uh, what's <laughs> called a casual approach. You know, those moments where. You're not in a social environment. You're not at a bar, you're not at a club, you're not at a party. You're not even at like a a day drinking party, like a pool party, but you're in that casual environment. And how do you get good at that? How do you really master that? I know that you have done this for so many years. You've approached what I feel is probably like thousands of women and you probably have some good advice in this arena.
1: It's an insane number. And I every day, pretty much, I think to myself, man, I wish that I would have been tracking my approaches from the beginning because it would just be so fun for me to know how many women have actually gone up and talked to. So the way that I like to break it down is, is and you touched on it there at the end, is social environments versus non-social environments. right? Game in a loud bar is going to be almost similar to game when there's you know a bunch of girls say in washington square park and everyone's just kind of there's tons of people around and everyone's having a good time it's going to be way more similar than say in the grocery store right and i always like to just kind of tell people when i when i bring up you know how i started really doing day game when i first found out about day game okay i thought it was weird i thought it was for creepy old dudes that were just not wanting to go out to the bar anymore, not going out to the club, I wrote it off immediately. You know, I found night game content and I found day game content. And I thought, okay, I'll do day game when I'm 40. This is like, why am I going to go talk to girls at the grocery store? This seems weird. Wow, interesting. Yeah, man. I thought it was the strangest thing. And I was... I mean, I was 22 though. I was 22, 23. So, to me, it's within my reality. And I just couldn't think outside of the box at that time, I guess. But it was so in my reality to be going out to bars and clubs all the time. So, I'm like, that's how I'm going to meet chicks. I did that in Tinder when I first started off. Then, what happened is I just got so obsessed with doing pickup. I got so obsessed with this. I mean, I started really only hanging out with other guys that were doing pickup, hanging out with my wings, talking to them all the time about game and i would be sitting there and literally thinking to myself okay it's 1 p.m. i hate that i have to wait another 9 hours to go out and talk to girls right now and so then me and my my first wing ever really jared we started actually going out and doing day game and then the first time i hooked up with a chick from day game it was a girl at a grocery store And she had actually sold me some egg salad over the counter. That was the first time. So she sells me the egg salad, you know, and like, I'm kind of flirting with her a little bit. I get her number. I start texting her. She's down to meet up. We hook up. And my mind is just absolutely blown that, whoa, I actually just hooked up with this girl that I met at the grocery store, Right. It blew my mind. And so then I saw the potential in that. And so then I started, you know, over time, once I started Evolution Daily, I mean, I was genuinely already sleeping with girls that I was meeting at grocery stores, on the street. You know, those are primarily my go tos, you know, big grocery store chains, big retail stores in the streets. And it just blew my mind that that was possible. And so one of the biggest things I like to tell guys that I work with is, you know, it sounds cliche, man. And and you know, maybe your audience doesn't even want to hear this. Maybe they want, you know, that secret technique that you can use, which we can, you know, we can absolutely get into technique here. But there's a couple of things here. I always love to say the brain needs proof, not promises. So right now, I'm promising your audience, you guys listening to this podcast, I'm promising you, hey, you can go out and meet women during the day and you can either date them or, you know, have sex with them. And that's just a promise. Now it's on you to prove it to yourself by actually going out and talking to women. And I would say one of the biggest steps to doing that, and this is the part again that I think a lot of guys hate to hear, but it's feeling confident within yourself. And how do you feel confident within yourself? I always say that there's two keys to confidence, two major keys to confidence, and they're this. One, doing things that you are proud of. So me, for example. Starting off, I was very overweight. I hated my body. I hated being overweight. I was not attractive. I hated that about myself. So I lost weight. I got in the gym. I worked on my diet. I lost weight. And I was incredibly proud of myself for doing that. And time and time again, over the years, I've done things that I'm proud of. You know, you got guys listening right now that are maybe behind on some bill and they're avoiding it. They're ignoring it. Pay that off. You will be proud of yourself. You're a little overweight. Lose that weight and you will be proud of yourself. The more you do things that you're proud of, the more that you hold yourself to a higher esteem and you feel better about entering the social... the social. I don't want to say battlefield, but going out and being social because you're not afraid that people are going to see all of these things within you that you don't like about yourself. So that's step one. And then step two, and I'll, I'll make this part quick, but... I always say just escaping the matrix, you know I think that everybody takes everything so seriously, guys when you you know there's guys right now that are listening to us talk and they haven't gone out and talked to girls, or maybe they they have and it just didn't go well, and what they're doing is they're going out and they see that girl, they see her, and they're just all right, what did what did I see in that one trip video all right I got to do this thing to like try to warm up and, and feel really good and here we go, I'm about to put it all out on the line and take this risk. And then they go and do it. And the girl just she has a boyfriend or she seems a little creeped out or whatever. And that's enough to just throw them off and just have them feeling like shit about themselves. They put too much weight into it. And I think that the more that guys can just realize that so much of life is not as serious as they're taking it, the more that they can just view it as an opportunity to have fun and to contribute to women and to have women contribute to them. And, you know, again, just breaking out of that mindset that so many guys have been trapped in, where they're just taking everything so seriously and putting it all on the line. I think that once you do those two things, you know, again, doing different things that you're proud of and then breaking out of that everything is so serious mindset, then I think you start developing a lot of the confidence you need to actually go up and approach women.
0: See, one thing I've been thinking about lately, I have this theory. I'm curious to, to hear what you think about it. I have this theory that one of the reasons why guys fear rejection, why guys won't go up and talk to a girl, and this is like some deep stuff, right? It's like they're not thinking about this in a conscious level, but deep, deep, deep down in their, in their psyche, they believe that they are a loser, right? So mm-hmm. you were talking about step one, which I think is really important. So you can get out of that loser mindset. And you can get into more of a winner mindset of thinking like, oh, I'm actually a cool guy and I'm worthy and I do things that are cool and and building that confidence. That's super important because I think a lot of guys, deep down, don't think they're worthy of meeting a hot girl, don't think that they're worthy, don't think that they are convinced on an intense level that it's not possible that any quality woman can like them. So we say all this stuff on podcasts, YouTube channels, even programs, coaching, whatever that tries to encourage guys to go out and talk to girls. And it's hard for them to do that because, and again, this is on a subconscious level that they're thinking this, not on a conscious level. They're thinking, well, if I go out and I approach a girl and she rejects me, then that is proof that I'm the piece of shit that I think that I am.
1: I completely agree. And they
0: don't want that proof. It's like, well, if I just don't approach her, I'll never have to get, that proof that confirms my, you know, what would be false? I would say false beliefs. They're, they're just random beliefs because just because yeah. thing or believe something or think something doesn't make it true. But to them, it is true. It is the truth to them. It is the truth that they are a loser, or they're ugly, or they're not, or, or they're just not worthy of a girl. That's their truth, and so they get rejected by a girl. Maybe they get rejected a lot. And of course, this is the tough part about meeting girls and pickup and all this stuff is you do get rejected a lot in the, in the very beginning because you're just new to it and you're just trying to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. And it's just continual proof. And a lot of guys either don't start at all because of that, because of, they call it just the fear of rejection, but really it's the fear of confirmation of the ways that they think about themselves. You know, Or they do it and they go out and they do get that proof and it just stops them in their tracks.
1: You know, so I guess what
0: we're trying to say here, what you've been saying here, Aaron, is is, well, let's try to somewhat build that confidence before we go out and let's go out and just do it. And you're saying treat it more like fun, treat it more like an experiment, treat it more like you're having just a good time. Because here's the thing, too, and this is one of the ways I try to motivate guys is whatever you think about yourself, whether you're so confident and you think you're amazing and you think you're like really good looking or you think you're a loser and ugly or what, what what doesn't matter what you think about yourself, you're going to get rejected. It's going to happen most of the time. You have to realize that it has nothing to do with who you are. It's just part of what this thing is, right? It's it's rejection's gonna happen most the of the time. Maybe you yeah. can speak to that a little bit. I'm sure you've been rejected quite a bit.
1: Yeah, man. It's the nature of the game. That's that's just all there is to it. One of my favorite quotes. I don't know who said it. I've looked up who said it and you can't really find it. And just one of my favorite quotes of all time. And it is this. Every success and every failure are equal bricks in my mansion. Which is the same as saying, you know, there's no win-lose. There's only win-learn. There's a bunch of quotes around that. But I love visualizing that. I love visualizing all right, I my life, the epic dating life that I want for myself, the life in general, this is a castle and brick by brick I am building this castle or I'm building this mansion and just as important as these bricks that that have success written on them are the bricks that also have failure written on them, right? And what you're saying about guys reaffirming over and over again that they're a loser, like having that basically be what's happening internally within them when they're talking to women, you're spot on with that. You are absolutely spot on with that. And what I want to say is, I'm sure you've dealt with this as well with your clients. I have talked to so many guys. I, I want to drop like a little bit of a, I guess like a little bit of a technique, something more practical for guys to actually go out and do right now to to help them with this. So, you and I, I'm sure both have dealt with a. Bunch of guys where they have something like this where they say, I went out for two hours, I walked around the mall, I walked around the park, and I didn't talk to a single girl. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that. I've heard that of oh, yeah. lots of times from so many guys. And so here's what's happening they don't talk to a single girl, and now they go back to their car and they think to themselves, or they walk back to their apartment and they think to themselves, well, fuck, dude. I just seriously walked around that mall for two hours and didn't do shit. And what is that? That is not something to be proud of. Now look, you could say, all right, be proud of yourself that you at least put yourself in that environment. I will say for some guys that that could be a baby step. But I always like to tell guys, okay? I tell my students this all the time. I say, I would rather you go to the mall and have asked 10 different girls where Starbucks is and then they say, Oh, it's down there, or I don't know. And you go, all right, thank you. Have a good one. I would rather guys do that ten times than or five times even than have not talked to any girl at all. And so much of what they're really fearing is not going up and approaching a woman. If they just had to go up and say, Hey, you're really pretty, and then walk away, most guys wouldn't fear that. What they're really afraid of is what happens when I'm in this conversation now. I'm gonna freeze up. It's gonna be weird. There's gonna be awkward silences. I don't know how to escalate the conversation in a man to woman way. But if I can just get guys to go up, and again, hey, excuse me. Do you uh do you happen to know there's a I think there's a Starbucks here in the mall somewhere? Oh yeah, it's uh, right down there on the right. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you. Have a, have a good one. And just walk along. Now what you've done is you've gone out. You've put yourself in that social environment and you have at least opened your mouth looked a pretty girl in the eyes and spoken to her and i think that once you just start getting in the habit of that or even you know something i like to teach guys i mean lately in my game i've been going almost every time i've been going very direct so just going up you know i see a girl i place myself near her and i say hey what's up and she goes hi and i'm like i just thought you were cute i wanted to say hey you know that's typically how i'm opening but again for these guys that are just starting out you can just be like, "Hey, excuse me. Do you uh, do you hang out at blah 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 bar?" Okay, so I got a bar here in Columbus, Ohio. It's called Standard. You know, I might go up to a girl and be like, hey, "Excuse me, were you at uh, were you at Standard this weekend?" And then she'll be like, "Yes or no?" And then I just run the interaction from there. But you can just end it right there. It's not a life commitment to go up and just say some words to a girl. So to any guy that's listening to this right now, I just challenge you to next time you go out, if you are really at a place where it's so intimidating for you to go up and spark conversation. Just do what I'm laying out here. Just get something going. I don't know. What what are your thoughts on that?
0: No, I think that's great. That's that's what I coach my clients on also. I'm working with a guy right now. We had a conversation last night. We were doing phone coaching. He doesn't live here in Chicago. And so you know, I was trying to dissect like what's going on? Why isn't he making these approaches? What's happening here? And I figured out that the reason Why he wasn't able to do it was because he was putting so much pressure on himself that he wasn't just going and trying to do exactly what you said. Right? He was going out thinking like, oh, I got to make these approaches. I got to get this girl's number. I got to make sure the conversation's awesome. And the reason why he was thinking this is because when he was going out, he was having some rough nights where he wasn't finding literally any women to talk to. It was just either a bunch of couples or just dudes. Or just like an empty place like where just no one was there. So he's thinking, oh mm-hmm. God, there's this one girl, she's at the bar, this one girl, Like I got to make this count. And he was reverting back to this place of, I need to make this the best approach ever because this is the only thing that's there. And I said, bro, no, 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 no. Like This is not the way that we're, we're going about this. Instead, we're doing, well, exactly, Aaron, what you're saying is just, we're just going up to girls and speaking words. Because right now, you're building it so much in your head that you're not able to talk to anyone. So what's better, going in there, seeing the girl, getting too scared and leaving, or going up to her and saying one of the easiest things you could probably say to a girl, excuse me, do you know where the bathroom is? Or excuse me, what drink is that? Or another one I like is, excuse me, do you know any of the cool bars around here? Right. So that's what I was trying to plant in his head is, okay, now this week, let's have you do that just a couple times doesn't matter where you are. I don't care if you're at the grocery store. I don't care if you're at a bar. Let's just speak words to women because that is step one. You're not going to be able to successfully get a number or be a master conversationalist within a week if you can't go up to a girl and just say literally anything. So I think that's what you and I are trying to do here with our clients is get them to the point where they're comfortable enough and they have experience of saying something to a girl where then they can move it to that next step.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I like that line that you said about what, what are you drinking right there? I like that line because I always tell guys that go out solo at night. I tell, I tell guys a couple of things. If, if, if anyone's listening to this right now and you, you, know, you, you want to go out at night solo, I always say a couple of things. I say one, first off, I don't like for guys to tell girls that they're solo. Okay, so that's, so that's one thing. First of all, I always like... If I'm out solo, I always just tell girls, they'll say, you know, who are you here with? And I go, oh, my friends are over on the dance floor. Or if I'm on the dance floor, oh, my friends are over at the bar. Or I'll say, oh, my friends went over to this you know, A, B, or C bar right next door. I hate it there. So I'm just sticking around here for a bit. I say something along those lines. Now, the thing is, is you know, it sounds, all, it sounds all wonderful to just be fully authentic and be like, Yeah, I'm out solo. I don't need anybody else to have fun and whatever. But the narrative there for most women is going to be that you're a serial killer and you're going to kidnap them. So that's a word of advice that I always give to guys that are out solo. But the thing about the drink, I always tell guys too, First thing you can do is go up to the bar. I don't drink alcohol, so I'll go up and get a water. If you're a guy that drinks, whatever, go get a beer or something. I don't care what you get, either water, or Red Bull or beer, but sit up or post up at that bar cuz now women are going to be around you. Women are now coming up around you to get drinks and now you can always comment on their drink. So she says, you know, "Give me a vodka cranberry." And then you're just like, "Vodka cranberry, huh?" And she's like, "Yep." Okay. "Well, why don't you, you know, why don't you order me one as well?" Oh, I mean, I don't know about all that. <laughs> whatever. "What's your name?" So that can be a really, really good way to start conversations, especially if you are solo, but just in, in general at night, you know, when you go out to meet women. So let's I love go that. back. Let's
0: go back to some of the daytime stuff. Maybe you can share with us now, now that we've kind of gone over this idea of going up to women and getting the confidence, what are some techniques to use?
1: Yeah, yeah. So first off, I don't like laying it all on them. And what I mean by that is when I see a girl, I don't like going up. And saying a bunch of words before she is able to say a word. Now, so much of what I teach, like on my boot camps, on my Skype coaching, everything, it's such like little ninja tactics that make all the difference in creating a vibe. So, for example, I don't like this opener. Hey, excuse me. Uh, I know this is totally random, but you know, I was over there and I saw you here, and I just I had to come up and just say, you know, I think you're gorgeous. That sounds okay, but I don't like it. What I like is, first of all, making sure that a girl does not know that I am approaching her. So first off, I put myself in their world. So a girl's on aisle seven, she's looking at mac and cheese. Rather than walking straight down that aisle until I'm now face-to-face with her, I will go up and look at something next to her. I'll glance over at her, catch some eye contact. Hey, what's up? She's like, hi. I go. I just thought you were really cute, and I wanted to say, hey. She'll go. Oh, ha! Thank you. I say, what's your name? She says, Rebecca. I go. You live around here? She says, Ah, oh, yeah. I'm kind of, you know, I'm closer over to uh, over to Grandview here. Oh, okay, cool, nice. Yeah, I'm kind of over by, uh, you know, Fourth Street Bar. Da, 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 da. I get conversation going in that way. Um, so that's a really good way to go direct. To sum that up, I was, you know, again, it's just, hey, what's up? Almost in the tonality as if I, I call this familiarity tonality. It's almost as if I'm saying, hey, what's up to a friend that I just bumped into. Like my best friend, I see them. I know they work at this place and I see them and I go, hey, what's up? It's kind of like that. It's like, I know you almost. And then they're saying, hey, or hi, almost in a question tonality. Like, do we know each other? And then I'm answering that question with, I just thought you were really cute and I wanted to say, hey. So that's a really good way to, to spark up conversation with a chick. That being said, as well for the guys that are a little more nervous when they're going up and talking to girls, again you can do you can do directional opener. You know, you're walking down the street. Hey, excuse me. This this is one that I love to use. Okay, because this can kind of open the door to more conversation. So I'll go. You know, hey, excuse me. There's supposed to be a uh, there's supposed to be a coffee shop over here. It's not like a Starbucks or anything. It's more of like one of those I don't know fancy kind of independent places. And then she'll have to think about it for a second and be like, um, are you, yeah, you know, are you, maybe are you thinking about mission coffee, blah, 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 whatever. You go, yeah, I think that might be the one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's down there on the right, whatever. And then she goes, yeah. So she says, you know, it's down there on the right. I go, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. And then I'm, you know, just, what's your name? I always say this the transition from opener to conversation now is, what's your name? Which sounds very basic, but I want the listeners right now to imagine that. They are... Imagine you're at Best Buy and some guy comes up and he's like, Hey, man, is there anything I can help you find? And you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm just looking for iPads. Oh, okay, cool. iPads are over here on the right. And you go, Okay, cool. Thank you. And he goes, What's your name? Now it's like... That's a, that's a new realm of conversation. So guys are always thinking, How do I transition from my opener into normal conversation? It really just starts with what's your name? She goes, Rebecca. And you just go, okay, cool. You live around here, blah, blah, blah. And you just have this good, smooth kind of tonality, which is something I've really had to work on. You watch a lot of my old infields, and I'm, man, I'm all over the place. I'm loud, I'm being crazy. And I've had to really work on just having like a more smooth, masculine tonality with women. And here's one other little value bomb that I really want to drop. You'll notice. You know, if if, if these guys want to play this back even for the last couple of minutes, when I do these openers, I throw in. This is fully intentional. I throw in hesitation, and this is what I mean. So I could, I have the verbal fluidity and the confidence to go up to any girl and say, "Hey, what's up? I think you're fucking hot," or to be like, "Hey, where's Starbucks?" I can do that. I, I never have to hesitate. But I throw in hesitation to make the whole thing feel authentic and genuine and like this isn't the sixth or seventh girl that I've talked to today. I just make it feel very real. To sum up everything I just said, I just want to say that my big... I would say the biggest thing that I like to teach guys about day game is that it should always feel as though you're a cool guy that was living his life. He was either walking to this place or shopping here, or this and that. You're a cool dude, and you just so happen to start talking to a girl. Anything you do that gives her the impression that this is not natural, this is not, you know, this is, you do this all the time. What is this? They're thinking a lot of the times. You want to be very, very natural. One last little piece of advice before I end this rant here. I, I always tell guys, if you're picturing a woman so so you're walking down the street and there's a girl that you want to catch up to to talk to so she's walking imagine that there's a laser line okay coming out of her shoulders at 180 degrees so you're walking and there's this line where you do not approach the girl from behind this line in any way again it's 180 degrees you know coming out of her shoulders you never approach from behind that line otherwise it feels predatory it will make them jump a little bit it's startling it's this guy's you know doing some weird approach from behind i will always catch up with a girl I'll walk like a foot in front of her almost and then put my hand out to the right and you know hey what's up and she's like hi and now again i'm just a cool guy i'm also walking down this street right now and i'm just sparking up conversation with you as i'm walking so I know that's a lot, but you know, I just wanted to you know, just drop some of that because I just think guys don't realize how much these little microcosms can make such a big difference in the takeoff and in the vibe when they're, when they're approaching women.
0: Awesome. Those are really, really good tips. And we're almost out of time here, but I wanted to ask you one more question if you can answer this quickly. Because I know a lot of guys have this question when it comes to meeting girls during the day. How long do you wait to get the number? Or what do you do at the point where you want to close? Like, Is it a certain time limit? When do you do it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no. So I got something really solid here. And I promise anybody that's listening to this right now, you will, you will see much, much great results if you follow this advice. So when you leave your house, the next time you talk to women... This is, we're gonna talk day game here, but this can be for any scenario. When you leave your house, I want you guys to have what I like to call a default close. And this is what it sounds like. Because because guys, like you said, everyone wonders this thing, right? Everyone wonders about this. Ah, when is the right time? Da, 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 da. The default close. I'll just use my real life example. I want you guys to, this is what I want you guys to do. Pick a solid date location in your city. For me, it's a restaurant. It's called Tip Top. I love this restaurant. It's a great date location, low light, low music. It's very, very nice, but not fancy. It's not expensive. It's just a nice date location. So I want you guys listening to this to pick a date location. Then you will always have this moment where it starts to feel all right this is this has run its course, this has come to an end here. that could be two minutes in that could be ten minutes in if you really vibe with a girl, but you you know that moment where it's like all right this is this is coming to an end here now there can be a bunch of awkward shit where it's like, all right, um, well, you know, do you wanna I don't know you want to like hang out sometime right or she ends her sentence. She goes, yeah, so then I moved. So then I decided to move from uh, New York to Chicago. And you go, you ever been to Tip Top? And she's like, "Uh, no, I haven't. Or she says yes. And then you just go... So let's say she says, no, I haven't. You know, No, no, I haven't. Okay. I want to take you on a date there. Oh, um, uh, okay. Here. what What are you doing on Thursday? And then while you're setting up this plan, I'm pulling the phone out. So even as I'm saying this, all right, cool. What uh? What are you doing on Thursday? While I'm saying that, the phone is coming out of my pocket. I'm pulling the digits up and I'm handing her the phone while I'm setting up a very specific plan. She says, Oh, Thursday. Uh, actually, I work really late on Thursday. I think I'm good for Wednesday also. I could maybe do Wednesday. Perfect. Let's do... Uh, yeah, we can do tip-top on Wednesday then. Setting up that solid plan. And then oftentimes I'll even wait, you know, say, you know, four or five hours later and then text her, Aaron tip top, Tuesday, seven o'clock, based on the plan that we set up, or even just Aaron tip top, something like that. So just having congruency between the close, the plan, the text, and then even that conversation moving forward. I think a lot of guys that could that that'll just benefit so many of you if you guys start really implementing that awesome
0: dude that was great i love it i really feel like we got a good overall strategy for guys if they're looking to meet more girls during the day even applying some of this stuff for you know social or nighttime stuff so that was really awesome we got to wrap up now but aaron where can people find you if they want to see more of your stuff or if they want to get coaching from you
1: yeah so everything i have is over at evolutiondaily.com. my youtube channel is evolution daily and then uh I've got my course, which is thrivedaygame.com. But again, that's all over at evolutiondaily.com. So thanks so much for, for having me on here, man. We've been in contact for a couple of years now. I think you're a great guy. I think what you're doing is awesome and, and just uh, you know, keep going with it.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I love what you're doing too. You give really good advice, good practical stuff. So definitely endorse what this man has to say. Check him out on YouTube. Check out his program and his website as well. I'll put it all in the show notes. Thanks for coming on, dude, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again soon. I would love to, man. Thank you so much.